Hello, we're back, we're back, we're back. Welcome back to another episode of Bhavna Ko Samjho. This is the fourth episode of the season one of Bhavna Ko Samjho. Now, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with, uh, with how things are progressing. I'm happy with uh, the individuals that I'm getting to talk to. I'm happy with the calls that I've been making on almost a daily basis to just, just keep in touch with my network. Today, I'm joined by somebody who wears quite a lot of hats. Yes, he, he, he wears a lot of hats. Uh, he's a content creator. He has worked in Go and Weddings, you know, shooting video, uh, something I get into later in the pod. Uh, he's also working with uh, an anti-BJP politician back in Goa. It's, 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 uh, it's a chill conversation. It's, it's a conversation in which... Uh, we just align and, and we just let things, you know, things go as is. We, we make it flow. It's, uh, it's a conversation where we go into quite a, quite a lot of topics, actually. We speak about his uh, affiliation with rap. We speak about cancel culture. We speak about how people in today's day and age are, have become snowflakes. <laughs> they can't take no for an answer. This is it. This is the convo. And I hope you like it. So let the music roll in and uh, enjoy Bhavna Ko Samjho, guys. But the first question, which I feel like I'd like to ask you, is uh, is uh, how the fuck did we take so long to to do this? Like, what what happened? Like, why were ah, you dude. late yesterday? What's, what's what's up? Hey, don't put the don't 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 put the blame on me like that, dude. I'll tell you what happened. I basically. I do this, I do video editing content for people, right? And I had a client and my power went off like at 12 and my Wi-Fi went with it and then he needed it. So I said, dude, I'll come to your place and edit. And I was there and then it started raining. It's monsoon in Goa, it's been raining for three days straight. So I was I was You're chilling there, right looking at my... I live in Goa, dude, yeah. I Bro, it's the that. life. I thought you were it's in Bangalore. Life. I thought you were in Bangalore. I was, I was, and I shifted to Goa in December for a job, and uh, I've been here since. Yeah, dude, it's just been raining, so I was stuck at his house when I texted you and I said, bro, I don't know when it'll get done. And when it did get done, I had to wait like an, another hour before I left. So that's why, that's why I blueballed you yesterday. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. It just happened. You blueballed me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was looking forward to it. You know, like I was ready. I even like he was the guy who had my mic as well and I was like bro I need it today I gotta talk with my man I gotta talk with Amay yeah. but then it just didn't happen dude it just didn't happen I'm a, I'm a staunch believer in letting things happen their own way but then of course more often than All not right. <laughs> more often than not spontaneity uh, is not achievable like it, it, it uh, if there's no order it, it does fuck up things uh, so I don't know, like, are you, are you about order? Are you are you are you spontaneous? What, what kind of a guy are you, bro? This is a very good question because I struggle to answer it myself. Sometimes I feel like I I need to have a schedule in my life because then otherwise I'm just I'm so my life is ninety percent of me winging it. I feel so sometimes I look at myself. I'm like, dude, I'm just winging it. You know, like I'm just on the spot making up yeah. like a plan, what to do, how to deal with something. So at that points, I'm like, bro, Ashray, you need a schedule. You're 22 years old. Fucking get organized. And I make a plan, and then I follow it for like a net net of 1.5 days, and then I just yeah. it just goes to shit. So I I just wing it. I just like as it happens. It's like planned chaos, man. Like it's happening. I can deal with it, but I just can't plan for it. You know, I'm just horrible at following schedules. 
I feel you. Yeah, which you I saw yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happened yesterday, right? I planned it out, and then nothing happened in the end. But that's all right. That's all right. I mean, it, it's a, it's part, it's part of the biz, brother. You know, there's a lot of. Mm, Got to stay on your feet. Of, that's what. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, you've been wearing a content creator hat yourself for a while, right? Like, can you can you oh, speak man, about? Oh man, I I like your biz. I hate being called like, that. What's up with that? I hate being called like a. Uh, man, I hate the whole like. Influencer tag, and I feel like it's had it's. I I it's I, I didn't I didn't say I didn't, mud, I didn't say you you're know? an influencer though. Like I didn't say you're an influencer. No, 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 I know. I was just you talked about the whole content creator thing, you know. So I was just mm. it just gave me flashbacks to someone who said, "Oh, you're an influencer now, bro." And I'm like, "Dude, don't like it's not a, it's like a it's almost a bad thing to be an influencer nowadays." But yeah, it's a content, dude, you know, like yeah, exactly, right? So, ah, uh, bro, like as far as my content goes. It's not something that started recently. I've been doing content for a very long time, and if you're a select few of my friends who I trust with everything, there you would have seen this YouTube page I had when I was in probably the second standard or something, and okay, it was okay. basically just me. It was just ripping off uh, Niga Higa's videos, okay, like how to how to ninja and all that. Oh, sure. Niga Higa. Yeah. He used to be the yeah, rage, rage ten years ago. Man. Dude, I, dude, he, he, I saw his video and I was like, bro, I want to do this shit. I want to yeah. do what this guy is doing, and I did. Literally, I literally just copied his videos, and it's still up on YouTube because I don't have access. I forgot the password and shit, so I can't delete it. Also, <laughs> so it's something I've been doing for a long time. Like, I like, I like creating content. I think I'm a creator. I like creating video content, and in the pandemic, during the lockdown, I was like, you know, like I have nothing else to do. I have time on my hands. I might as well use it. So yeah, that's how it started. And I just enjoy doing it now. Why though? I mean, what's the fuss about think, this? I think personally, for me, like first of all, content creation, right? I don't see it as like a profession. Uh, on like the kind of content that I create on YouTube or Instagram, right? I don't see it as something I'm gonna like be living by or like earning from. Like it's not my main goal. So it's something I do because I like doing it. I have fu- I have fun in the process of shooting, you know, going out there. But I like to shoot content that nobody else is doing. That's what I tell myself. Is I like to entertain, and nobody else is doing it like me. And that's why I make the content I make sometimes. And it's fun, bro. You take a camera, you go out, and, like you go out in public yeah. places, you act like an idiot. It's I get a kick out of it, and I I feel like nobody else is doing it the way I do it sometimes. And I just enjoy doing it. I like entertaining people. Like my four five minutes that you spend on my page, right, on my video, it's four five minutes you're never gonna get back in your life, honestly. And it it adds absolutely nothing to your life. But it's four five minutes where you're entertained and you you're just like you're looking at a screen and you're like, what the fuck is this kid doing? Yeah. But it's fun to watch, so I'll keep watching it. That's that's the whole thing, basically. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's an interesting way to go about it, but. Uh, Don't you think at some point you you I mean not 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 just at some point uh, monetization monetization would be something you would have thought of uh, with regards to this. Oh, dude. Yeah, for sure, bro. So like, so I I have seen myself grow uh, as a content creator, and I think if you go back and look at my videos from the first video I posted to the last video I posted. I think I've grown in that I know what I'm trying to do. So in the beginning when I started, 
uh, so YouTube has this thing, you know, you have to have like a thousand subscribers and forty thousand, four thousand watch hours or something like that yeah. uh, to be monetized. I I remember telling myself last year, I think this was April last year. I told myself, dude, like you have to get monetized. You have to start making money off this, and this could be like your break. Like you know, you got to do it. You know, you're good at it. You got to do it. Uh, but then I caught myself making content that I but not yeah. I particularly didn't vibe with you know like I was creating content because I was like you know maybe like people they'll find this funny you know and I have this idea of YouTube and Instagram that is based on when I got into it so you, you remember like uh, Casper Lee these guys like these 2015-16 people like Zosug, Alfie Days all these like guys who started establishing this YouTube creator lifestyle right uh, so I, I started mimicking that stuff, and it wasn't the great. It wasn't the greatest content, I'll be honest. But I do want. I I would love to have my stuff monetized, bro. Like for sure, if yeah. YouTube can be a source of income, if Instagram can be a source of income, why not? I love doing it. Of course, I want it. But I I found myself dedicating so much of my time to creating content on there that I I uh, stopped doing the things that I actually want to do. Like I want to write scripts. I want to make films. I stopped doing that completely. I didn't write a single script last year because I was just like kind of like, oh, dude, how do I be funny on Instagram? Or what video can I make? How can I keep up with this? How can I keep up with that? And yeah, so that's when I realized that maybe I should make content when I feel like making content, content I like making, rather than focus on making content that is half-hearted. Monetization, great, but for me, I do it because I just enjoy making what I make. You know, honestly, uh, for me as well, ever since I've started, it's it's only been like a month-ish and uh, I made mm. some goals out, right, that I'd put out two, three videos per week and there's a lot of content, you know, in the sports biz, uh, there's stuff happening every day, right, like some of the other news popping up with uh, some of the other sport. But then again, uh, in this uh, affinity to make money, this Fugazi thought of making money tomorrow, which in itself may never come you know you you uh, you you fuck yourself a bit you know like you you screw a part of yours and i feel like you stray away from being authentic is that what you're trying to say that's 100 percent. yeah you just took like two minutes of me ranting put it into 30 seconds is um this idea that we have that we i need to be rich by the time I'm one year after graduating. I need to be rich. Yeah. You know, it's like I need to be rich by 25. I need to have a. I need to have like the fanciest car by 25. I need a house by 25. It's something that we really take off of social media because social media is only success. You only see success on there, and sometimes it's not even all that real, right? And for me, especially when I graduated college, I had this bug in my head that didn't shut up. That kept saying, bro, you have to be rich. Like by 30, you should be like settled. Like you know, you should have like fat bank account, fat pocket, all that, all that thing, you know. Yeah. But as as I like after graduating, I realized that that's not gonna happen. Like it's you don't just get rich, and you know that in that don't make place to yeah, you don't just make it overnight. You don't just make it in a year. There are people who work mm. so long and haven't done like haven't gained the things they wanted to. And in that process, I was like, I need to push out this content every week. I need to do one every week. By the end of this month, I need these many new followers, these many new subscribers. I felt like it just fucked with my whole process, like, a after a while. 
I was looking at what I was making and I was like, this isn't what I want to make. And this sure as hell is not going to get me rich by 25. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah. completely. Yeah. I feel you, man. I honestly feel that. And it's an interesting space, you know, with YouTube. Uh, uh, it's almost as if there's a whole, there's a, there's a big ass pie. <laughs> and no matter how big a piece you take from it, there's still going to be a lot left. You know, it's just the sheer size of uh, fucking Indians on uh, this app. Uh, so uh, uh, what do you think about that? Do you have a comment on that? Like what's happening in this space, in the YouTube biz, in India, in India? In India, man, I'll be honest, I'm not that well connected to Indian YouTube, right? Like I, I have recently, after starting to create some content, I've gone and looked at the people who are successful on YouTube mm. from India, right? And you have the obvious names. Uh, you have like your Kari Minati, a uh, massive, massive creator he is, right? You have like your Tanmay Bhatt. You have your vloggers like from uh, Bombay. There's some guy from Mumbai, I think. I don't I don't remember his name. Mumbai, 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 Nickel, yeah. Yeah, 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 right? So I, I don't personally watch a lot of Indian content apart from I like this guy called Simon. Simon, I think he did a video with PewDiePie, and that's the only reason I know him. But I realized that there are hundreds, dude. There are hundreds of creators on YouTube from India who have massive followings, like insane, like massive amounts of following. I but I don't know doing what. Uh, but there's base. I what I've realized is there is an audience for anything you do on YouTube. Yeah. Like anything you do, there is an audience and there's someone who's on top of it. Uh, so that's 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 my thing I've realized about YouTube and Indian YouTube. And I feel like also in India, you can get away with making not so great content, but still have a good following. I, I don't know. I just feel that way. But yeah, it is it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. And I don't know, like if you want to make, out, make it uh, in the Indian biz, I feel like you should be watching more of the, you know, indigenous content. Just that you know the levels of what's happening, you know, that you know what you're competing with in theory. Yeah, that's true. And as I said, that's why I looked it up and wanted to find some of these guys. Mm. I, I found that a, a lot of it is Hindi language, like based on like people who speak Hindi. Yeah. And that, that, that obviously has a bigger following in a country like India. But you know me, mera Hindi kafi tatti hai, okay? Like, yeah. I, I can't, I can't do it. I, like, I can't make great content in Hindi unless the content I'm making is a guy who cannot speak Hindi. And that's the content. You know, which I, I guess like is, you can do like, that. could be. I feel like you can do that. That could be successful. You know, yeah, yeah I think yeah, I should write. Yeah. yeah, I should write that. Yeah. I, should, I should write that down. <laughs> but again, how? Bhavnao ko samjho exactly. But then again, it's like, how much do I? How much can I create off of that one thing? It's like when I made I made a video in Bangalore about does Bangalore know vibrators? All right, that was a video I made, and it's my most successful video to date. It it has the most it blows my other videos out of the water. And in terms of the metrics, I realize in terms of metrics, right? It's it's not like the best. Like I didn't do a lot of work for it. It's the 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 juice of the video is other people reacting to what I show them, right? I, so I have done very little work, right, in this video. But it's it's simply the shock factor. It's simply that people are like, oh my, this who is this who is this idiot this that is going around. Who is this guy going around the city handing out pink vibrators that he found off Amazon to people? 
and so people watch it for the shock factor people watch it because they're like no one's doing that that's crazy this guy's embarrassing himself in public but how many videos like that can i make at what point do i get bored of creating videos that is just based of doing stupid shit you know i mean i'm sure i can if i force myself to if it does well if i get traction i'll be like every week i'm going to do something stupid something nobody would do in public completely embarrass myself and get views because it's possible that's what's going to happen if i keep embarrassing myself but then i'm just one day going to be branded as the guy who, who the public prank guy i don't want to be that guy and i can't myself keep creating that kind of content it's i, I just i'll i'll like cry dude i can't <laughs> yeah do you rap as well uh not professionally but i i like i love doing it bro uh i love writing i love writing lyrics for rap it's just my 90% of my playlist i don't know 90 fuck that 95% of my playlist is just hip hop i love it i love i love the power that words have you know it's rhythm and poetry i love writing for it the thing is i can't rap uh that's the only problem i considered one day i was like bro should i become a professional rapper but i can write fire ass lyrics bro honest honest i can but then like it's all about delivery right people like great rappers have ghost writers uh but it's all about de- delivery but i like rapping and i like creating rapping content because it makes me happy and i feel like for the i i create rap content that's very light it's not too heavy it's about some funny shit so you don't need the rapping to be great you just need the lyrics to be funny and the video to probably be funny which i can do well so i like doing that yeah that's but i, I love to rap bro if someone if someone wanted to wants to offer me a contract right now i'll take it eyes closed i'll take yeah, it yeah whoever hears this in the inevitable future yeah a boy here is open open for offers somebody actually uh, like i said someone someone who i know who someone who you know is mm. a mutual karan is a mutual he's a good friend of mine uh, and yeah yeah uh, and karan karan told me that you guys worked on like you guys produced something before like like speak about that what, what, what was the vibes like how did you guys connect what happened oh uh, man it's honestly this is funny because the only reason i know him is through you uh i remember i don't even know when i followed him in the first place but i remember that i saw him on my instagram story list and i i just knew that oh this is amay's friend karan but i had no idea like i've never talked to him in my life we had zero like interaction i might have played cricket with you guys uh back in uh thane right uh, so that's probably the only place i've met him and this was when the whole sushant singh rajput and riya uh chakravarti thing was happening when she got arrested right for pot and stuff and the whole uh which hunt was happening i was just like really frustrated i was i just felt damn frustrated to be part of this uh ecosystem this political ecosystem that i was like bro how can i how do i voice it out like you know no one's going to there are hundreds of videos of people ranting about the government online no one's going to listen to me in particular you know like i want people to hear what i have to say what i what what do i do best i can write that's what i do best i write So I, I'll write some lyrics, right? And I and I've had success on Instagram and YouTube on these rap music videos. So I thought, you know what? Fuck it. People look at my content. They're like, this guy is just joking around. This one time, let's be serious. And I wrote this. I wrote this song. It's called Burden of a Conscious Mind. 
uh, it was great fun and then I realized that I wanted this to sound good like normally what I do is I write lyrics I go to YouTube I get like a track an mp3 track I have FL studio I record I used literally like I held my laptop here and I used to rap into it like this and then just chuck it on FL no mixing no mastering nothing just put track track export put it on the video this one I was like you know I wanted to be serious I want this one to sound good like I wanted to be a good track about how I feel and I happened to see your Karan's uh, story on my feed and I, I knew that he was doing music because he posted about it quite a bit and I just hit him up and I think it's beautiful about the community bro like you can just this local artist community you can just hit people up they'll work with you you work with them you find new ways to work and they, they teach you new things and it was great man like he was really good with it I sent him the track the the uh, background music I sent him my vocals he did his thing he made me sound better than I probably did and I think it's amazing that with nothing like there's no budget on that uh, but we made we made a track like so that was it's pretty cool how you can do that and that's like the I think that's one of the great things about Instagram and YouTube is the community you can collaborate so well uh, of nothing like I don't even know the dude man I've never met the dude but we still made something great so yeah that was that was cool man that was fun yeah, I mean, where where the I feel like we're a part of a generation, which uh, is a lot about enabling, you know, the the homies around, enabling the people around. It's the community that we're in, and a part part of the reason is, of course, the fact that you stayed uh, in Hirandani Estate for some of your building years, and this is when you were able to really interact with uh, with good people, you know, good people from good families. And uh, yeah, uh, and you mentioned uh, that, that you, of course, used to come play cricket, but Karan never played cricket. So that just goes on to say that oh, you, guys, <laughs> you guys just connected on like a, on a spiritual level when it came to music, rap. And then it just happened, right? It was just magic. Uh, it was just goodwill, you know, being spewed around. And then, of course, where, where, where can somebody find this track? Where, where can somebody find this track? Oh, it's on my Instagram. You go to my YouTube, it's Lil Tambi. Uh, just type in burden of a conscious mind or just scroll through my videos you'll find it uh, I'm, I am I know the rapping isn't that great but I'm very proud of the message I tried to put out and I'm really proud of how how it came together through collaborations of two people who as you have now clarified have never met each other yeah. but vibe with the message and the theme of the music and that's incredible dude that's incredible how it's just that's crazy that's crazy now that you said that I mean, I'm, I'm like, wow. Yeah. It just happened to be. It just happened to be. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. A, it's a funny space. Uh, why, why Bangalore? Like, why Bangalore? When did Bangalore happen? Bangalore happened by chance. Bangalore happened because I was in my, I was in Goa for 11th and 12th. Uh, Goa, as beautiful as it is, education not its forte. I wanted, I wanted a good degree. Uh, Bangalore, Christ, Bangalore has at least to my online research that this college has one of the best communications uh, courses uh, for UG and I said uh, you know what yeah let's do it because I wasn't going to stay in Goa I applied to Christ I got into Christ and then that was it so I, I went to Christ three years in Bangalore and I just I fell in love with the city man. Uh, Bangalore I really vibe with it I still speak like a Bangalorean sometimes, I, but I now I make an effort not to. Can you can you switch up? Don't understand. Can you switch up to a Bangalorean for the next two three minutes? 
Like let's just just let um, me see how if you can casually switch Maga <laughs> Maga it's a heavy scene da I can't put one scenario like that and all in front of me what da like that crazy, crazy it's crazy. heavy it's heavy da I can, I see I belt like this only bro but then I come here I say macha maga da people are like they don't they don't they don't get it you know vibe so I, I had shit. to like go back They don't vibe with they don't vibe with those Bangalorean slang. It's such a beautiful like dialect of English, and I just vibe with the whole city. You know, like I'm South Indian. I'm South Indian. I'm proud to be South Indian. I'm a South Indian matcha, uh, and Bangalore is as South Indian as it is, man. Like it's it's a beautiful place. I vibe with it, and I I only came to Goa because I got a job here. Uh, it was a good job, so I I decided to come here. But I am trying to get back to Bangalore by the end of the year, hopefully. Yeah. So. So I was in Bangalore yeah. uh, in 2020 for the first time in January. It was a very brief mm. visit. I was in uh, where was I? I? I feel like I was in one of the institutional places, like one of the big cities. I, of course, I I don't have recollection of uh, what place, but I but I do remember staying okay. next to a metro station. I feel like it was Kempegowda. Uh, okay, uh, Kempegowda. Uh, yeah, 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 I think that's. Man, even I fucking forget. Um, yeah, but I, was, I have a vague idea of where you were, man. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was, it was. Uh, so it was uh, visits to Orion Mall that happened. Uh, oh, then, all right, yeah, okay. Yeah, a friends over there who was of course very kind uh, to give me company for the next uh, for the four five days when I was there. Didn't really do a lot of sightseeing. It was a lot of just uh, in the hotel room and just chilling as you may. But Bangalore's a Bangalore's a vibe, man. But Bangalore's a whole scenario, da. What are you saying, vibe, bro? It's a whole scene, dude. <laughs> Bangalore is. is beautiful. It's a beauty. Listen, Bangalore, man. I don't know what sightseeing you would have done anyway. I didn't There do any sightseeing. Much sightseeing. I didn't do any. Yeah, yeah, good. Cause that's a waste of time. Don't go looking at like you know metro stations and shit. Man, you gotta Bangalore is an experience. You gotta go to the Church Street. You gotta go to those shady pubs and all that. That's a scenario, man. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like the be. next time I the next time I happen to be in Bangalore, I would need you to be my vibe setter. Like I would need you to show. Bro, me you that. were you were in Bangalore 2020 when 2020? In in Janish. Uh, Janish. Yo, you didn't hit. Bro, you should have hit me up. Bro. Honestly, it was a good time. I I feel like you would have I feel like you would have like but then uh, like I said not a lot of sightseeing I was in the hotel for the next like for the four five days in itself like just in the hotel I'm not even kidding and I, I remember why Asnir, that's a waste that's a waste of a trip <laughs> like I like I told you a friend was kind enough to give me company in the hotel so it was chill that way and uh, ah yeah. ah oh oh I'm understanding now. Understanding now, okay, okay. Yeah, like you, that. Okay. You caught on. You caught on quickly. I caught <laughs> on. I finally caught on. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, what a nice guy!" And I was like, "Oh, all right, all right." But, but, now like, it's getting hot. Nice. So like, I've so I was considering Christ as well. Uh, back for like, for I, I did my BCA from Simbarsis. Okay, so uh, Christ is of course one of the few known colleges for BCA as well. So I did consider Christ, but mm. I immediately shut it off because I read a lot of comments which said that they're very strict. The management is very strict. They don't allow you to express yourself in terms of the clothes that you wear. Uh, the timings are very strict. They don't allow you to interact with the opposite sex. Is that true, or am I just? Listen, I'll tell you something. Okay, from the bottom of my heart, 
I love Christ. Okay, I love Christ because of the people it introduced me to and the kind of college vibe that it has. Right? I love it. Apart from those two things, Christ can go fuck itself. I fucking hate Christ. Christ is the worst. Like everything you just read online, it's justified and it comes from a place of those people experiencing those things. Dress code, they're so strict about it and they're really weird about it, especially with women. Uh, guys, you can get away with it because the dress code is formal or Indian. Uh, but you know, you can sneak in a jeans if you're wearing a kurta on top. You know, you can sneak it in. But with women, they are way more strict. They do not let you express yourselves. Uh, piercings or no tattoos or no. I mean, people get tattoos. You know what can you do? You can't tell them to take a tattoo off. So tattoos, you know, it's kind of all right. But piercings, uh, hair color, they they just they're really strict. The administration gives zero fucks about you unless you're blessed with like one good teacher or one good facilitator. Then you're really lucky. But the administration, I feel like, gets off on like stomping on you and showing how they have authority and you don't. Um, it's actually, you, it's it's not allowed. Like you sign a letter before you join Christ that says you cannot. Uh, I don't know. Like you, you know how if in your college you had a problem with a course or a teacher or some kind of rule, you would write a letter to the VC or the chairman or something. You know, like say. As a group of students, we feel like this is not right, and then you can sign it. Everyone who wants to be part of it can sign it and send it across to whoever is concerned. Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. It's it's against the rules of the institution itself <laughs> that students are not allowed to dissent. Dissent is not allowed. I mean, I mean, that's, we that's live in a country same. where dissent is uh, not allowed. We, we live in that country. Yeah. So I mean, that way, Christ, Christ is ahead of its time. That way, man. Congrats. Mm. Like they called it. They called the currents. And they said, you know what, dissent's not going to be great in this country going forward. Let's just implement it a good four years in advance. But yeah, I mean, the campus, the facilities they have, beautiful, amazing. The people, the diverse cultures you get, amazing. But beyond that, attendance, 85% attendance, man, 85%. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't make that, you don't write your exams. If you don't to write your exams, then you got to do like 50 hours in the library. Uh, and then you got to pay like a 5000 rupee fine and it's so fucked up because they only clear out all of these things like maybe a day before the exam so a day before your exam you're standing in the line in the office and you're like clearing out these queues because of no attendance and then they slap you with a 50 hour fine in the library which means you will inevitably miss your first exam and then you got to pay to write your first exam again it's a money making machine whoever thought of it brilliant but it's it's really fucked if you're a student who is not okay with just putting your head down and going with the flow and listening to everything that's being said uh but other than that it's calm you know teachers are cool some of them some of them most of them aren't but some of them are cool the cool ones are really cool the bad ones are really bad uh there's no in between yeah you mentioned something about the boys always get away with it what's with our country and women never getting away with it like can you speak on that i just want to know what you're feeling oh bro it's it's uh it's our country is pretty notorious for that shit isn't it for women and their rights and what they're entitled to and what they're actually given um i don't know i feel there is there's a deep deep rooted deep seated patriarchy in our country you can't deny it we all know this 
right and i feel like now it's it's being slowly very slowly very slowly uh what do you say de-established but i also i feel like you know we say that india is the youngest country in the world right our population is the youngest population in the world but that doesn't count for shit when the youngest population in the world the, the proportion to educated progressive and uneducated conservative is massive for every one of us right like people like you and me who understand rights who understand what people should have and what women should have there are 100 people who don't know that who don't understand that our age you know and they are brought up they are brought up in that setting they are brought up in that culture which enables that kind of thought process so it's it's not really their fault it's just they're born into it and it's embedded in how they work and how they think uh so it it's all it's been fucked up i, I like how in the i feel like in the urban circles progressive circles it's getting much better i feel like even corporates and stuff are realizing it but i don't think we're anywhere close to having it completely like having the glass ceiling completely broken for women especially in the northern like you know like up and stuff man don't even get me started on that place it's fucked yeah Honestly uh, if anything the covid pandemic has told us that uh, literacy has no effect on common sense it has no relation yeah, to common yeah. sense and uh, it's just the yeah, nature of true. nature of how uh, it does not matter whether you're educated or not whether you're whether you're from uh, i mean who brought the virus uh, primarily into the country it was it was the folks who refused to uh, take due diligence you know it was the folks who didn't really care about uh, their grandparents their their people around them so so it's a, it's a fucked up world entirely the, the world is this it's always inherently been unfair ashley there's not a lot we can do about it right so uh, yeah yeah that's that's facts you know one of my courses in college uh, i our, our group had to give a presentation about oppression right I remember the first sentence I said was oppression in any form. You know, you look at it through racism, sexism, casteism. You know, in any form, oppression is something that has been there since humans could form Groups. themes and emotions yeah. in their head. Yeah. Yeah. You know, ever since they could do that, it's been there. It's been there. It's been doing that for a while. Mm-hmm. So I completely agree. We were the the world in itself is unfair. That's true, and. I feel like every century people come closer to what they think is de-establishing this patriarchy this kind of uh power power schemes that we have this hierarchy but I feel history just repeats itself sometimes you know we have the same issues the same kinds of same like-minded people trying to solve them and we get to a point where we're like yes this is the closest we've been and then in a couple of years like a couple of decades it just goes back to shit I I've noticed that uh when it comes to these kind of problems hello my dear listener you've reached the halfway point in this pod uh, if you're liking this push it push it <laughs> push it to uh, your friends your people the the ones that you find will get any sort of value from this uh, and like i always keep saying the only way bhavna ko samjho as a podcast is going to grow is uh, word of mouth yeah it's it's word of mouth guys there's no algorithm working none of that bs uh, and uh, 
keep having it keep enjoying and uh, i i see if you're tired right now agar thodi dikkat ho rahi hai agar sunne mein dikkat ho rahi hai just just shut off your eyes you know shut off your eyes maybe even save this for later no fuss i'm not going to bill you for <laughs> not watching the whole pod not hearing the whole pod sorry but uh, enjoy now back to the pod yeah the stream was definitely does repeat itself but uh, it does not entirely repeat itself it repeats itself in different manifestations we've seen that with uh, so yeah i mean our, our country was always gender inclusive you know like discrimination's been there of the lower caste of like the caste system in itself but we we never discriminated against a gender right like even even the bogus uh, arguments that we have of women not being allowed in in temples or in places of uh, holy worship when they when you know they they they're in a specific period uh, in the month uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of astrological there's a lot of scientific bs involved in that and more often than not you don't find yourself going too deep to understand it it's just a superficial argument being made ke kyun nahi allowed it kyun nahi bhej sakte and then mm. also you then you also factor the the fact that pichle uh, 100 150 saal mein 300 saal mein 400 saal mein we have been a country which has oppressed women for all kinds of reasons and we're also a country which has so many deities in the form of females you know so so it's a Correct, very 100% yeah it's a very contradictory space when you think about it you know i mean it's really it's a it's not black or white you know this whole issue uh, especially when you know i feel like in the past making something illegal okay like I, there's nothing related to women i'm just talking about any any such Anything. issue right? when you make some when you make something illegal for example when slavery was a thing back in america and uh, the whole civil war happened and they were like bro fuck this shit slavery we're done it's illegal now you can't own slaves right it doesn't stop the act of racism it doesn't put an end to that you can illegalize it in your legislation in your law but you cannot take up that mindset out of the people who followed it who enforced it previously you know mm. the same way when you can be here and say that you know women have to be allowed in these circles we need a quota for women in these offices and positions in the government that hold power to make decisions yes the law says we need a woman but that doesn't change the stigma and the system around that law I feel like a lot of people a lot of women do try their best but it's the system that sometimes works against them the people who make those decisions also have to be changed also have to be like as you said not educated but aware and more progressive i guess about that you, you it's just not enough to say that this cannot be done anymore you know that we have to progress you have to change mindsets nothing happens on paper right got to change mindsets that's uh... I I do agree with that a lot uh, not a lot can happen if you just stamp on a piece of paper and say kal se ye band kal se kal se aurat ko jo karna hai karo <laughs> so ye sab 100% exactly bro 100% I'll give you an example like in Goa we have a 3 pm coffee okay so after 3 pm shops close everything closed whatever there's a place in Goa this is women group like a wonderful old lady her her shop is open till 4 am and you can get your smokes you can get your alcohol you can get your food you can get your mixers everything she'll give you till 4 am but there's a curfew till 3 pm though but till 4 am her house is open her door is open you go there you knock on it you say her name she'll come out and ask you what you want and every day she does this and she's been doing this for years so it's like the law isn't enough the law just isn't enough to close something and everybody knows about this woman 
it's not like you know like me and my friends you know we have this secret plug that gives us alcohol when we need it at 12 12 a.m everybody in goa if you go and if you go and say hey you want to go to maxis they'll be like yeah 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 we'll take your bike or my bike you know so it's it's not enough to just legislate you have to empower through changing people's frameworks of Mind how sense. they think about stuff yeah exactly a lot of it is down to just uh, perhaps educating the generation that's coming maybe when we have uh, our own kids we'll be able to give them uh, a dose of awareness whenever they need it you know just not i'm not mm. saying we have to shove it into their faces when they're starry eyed and you know six years but then i feel yeah. like as as uh, so i i i tweeted i didn't tweet this out actually i i uh, i screenshotted this tweet uh, and i put it on my socials a while back it, essentially it says uh, I'm not quoting it word to word. I'm just going to explain the concept if I can in the best way possible. But uh, basically, यही आश्रय बोला जा रहा था that uh, uh, the lack of male influences, aka fathers, and the affinity to chuck them out, to to the campaigns, the agendas to be like we don't need fathers, is the reason why mm. a lot of shit is happened is happening in uh, you know in our space. The 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 weak mentality the 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 snowflake mentality you i, I do you feel what i'm saying do you do you have something to add to on that uh, man i i 100% agree with that you just put out all right so like this is a space that i personally like to tread very carefully because uh, it takes like one wrong sentence for you to be cancelled that's why my friend that Cancel is why yeah. uh, i'll be I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. My my one of my deepest fears uh, includes death and being cancelled. Honestly, it's 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 terrible, and I hate I hate this culture. I hate this cancel culture. culture. Yeah, I hate it's, it's it's a bit. I fucked. hate it's a bit fucked because I I I believe in activism. Activism. I love the idea of being an activist for what you believe in for the right cause. You should be doing it. If you're not doing it, you can't expect others to do it. But activism isn't calling people out. Activism is reforming. Mm. Calling people out is a part of activism. Yes, you have to call people out, but you have to be. Uh, how do I say? You have to provide constructive activism. Like you can't just be like, how dare Cancel he say him. that? He Cancel can't fucking him. say it. Cancel him. How do we fix the problem? The problem isn't that he said it. The problem is that he had this mindset and a culture where he felt that saying it was okay. That is the problem. That's what you're dealing with. What? You don't don't hate don't hate the player. You should be hating the game, all right? Like honestly, that's 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 the whole problem, right? So I feel like this whole thing where you're like enraged by something and you're like, oh, dude, I can't believe he said that. Cancel him. This guy, this guy is done. Like go to go to his profile, call him out. Don't give him any space to breathe. You know, like he has to live in his regret 24/7. How how does that make things better? How does that make anything better? Like yes, you have to yeah. hold people accountable, but you have to give them some space to understand where they've gone wrong, and to improve. Then, no, I mean, no matter what they've done, they might have done something bad. They might have said something bad, but you have to give them a chance to relearn, unlearn, and relearn what they did wrong, right? But you can't do that if you're smothering them with accusations and allegations. Like you know, it shouldn't be like if you if you were to cancel me today, right? And Your whole uh, MO was to smother me with saying you're a horrible person. How can you do this? And I, that's what I'm exposed to 24/7 on my social medias. I'm, I'm, 
will i how much of my focus is going to be towards i need to be better and how much of it is going to be like man i fucked up i can't believe i I've, i've done this look at these people they're ruining my life like if if that's all you're exposed to you start to hold it in contempt you have to it's human so yeah i don't i don't like the snowflake culture where i don't like being enraged by everything and anything sometimes things are just the way things are you know uh yeah i mean ideally like i don't know if this is insensitive or like to people who do this but uh when you know you get those change.org uh forwards you get those in your whatsapp groups anytime i do i do i do i do yeah you do right i mean i look at those and i'm like what the fuck is this going to do honestly like i sign them sometimes i sign them but at times i because you know people be like you know put this out please sign this for us and these are people who are, i'm in whatsapp groups with means like i know these people right like i respect these people for who they are i, I respect what they believe in but uh, there are times man where i i read some of the things right i read what they want to change what this petition is for and i sit there and i'm like this is not a problem this is not an issue this is not something that needs to be changed i sometimes i feel like the whole mindset to just like i feel they look at things to get offended by it and then to then be like we have to change it i mean not everybody obviously but i i feel that there is a big section of people activists who do this sometimes and it's not great it takes away from the actual activism that's going on that can make a difference you know we uh, i feel yeah. like I feel like this whole generation uh, plus minus jitna bhi kar le yeah essentially speaking about the millennials and the millennials uh, uh, we grew up trying to change the world and we've seemingly mm. fucked up our own rooms you know fucked up our old minds so it's just uh, it's just funny as is but uh, maybe we can tangent to something uh, something more lighter Uh, you remember the time when I was in yeah. Goa as well. You spoke about being in the in eleven, twelve. I was there for a brief time. I I I remember. I remember we had this phone call. We were gonna uh, watch this game of uh, football at Fatorda Stadium, but the tickets never came. I think your mom had had a network oh, or something. Oh, psych! Oh, psych! Are you? I don't remember this. What? Are you serious? I I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I remember a lot. Of I shit. don't remember. I. I Oh my god so I told you we'll watch the game and I flaked on you Oh shit you didn't, really? you didn't flake on me but then so we like we we never met I was in Goa for like 5 and a half 6 months and we ended up meeting on like Mudgao station do you remember that Yeah yeah I remember meeting you at the railway station and I I walked past you I was like yeah. it looks like oh man oh fuck this guy and I was like oh and and we hadn't met for a couple like a year or something ever since you left for Goa yeah um, yeah 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 and that's the only time I remember that meeting I was actually thinking about it the other day I was like oh that's a funny thing that happened but I don't remember this whole ticket thing and not going to the game It wasn't cricket it was it was football had, it was football Yeah yeah I I said right I said probably right Yeah 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 oh shit man it's yeah. this world is a small world man Why were you in Goa for so long what were you doing you were studying You were studying here uh, in theory I was uh, <laughs> Every time I tell this to my <laughs> friends, <laughs> you know they don't ever take me seriously. I mean, who studies in Goa, dude? So, so yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, was. Facts, facts. My my parents, uh, when they look back, when I've when I've been able to speak about this with them, they realize that I wasn't going anywhere literally in uh, with regards to my development, with regards to my life, and socially my circles were a bit fucked. I'm taking you back to. 
perhaps when I was uh, in the ninth or tenth grade. And uh, yeah, they, I remember your friends. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not like they were. It's not like they were real. So it's not like I picked up a lot of bad habits. Then I I wasn't doing shit then, you know. It's a shit that I'm maybe doing right now. <laughs> I wasn't doing then, and I I picked on a mm. lot of vices uh, pretty later, in in like my adolescence, if I may. But but Goa happened because my mama had an established institute over there. Uh, for IIT JE and अपना जो अपना ये होता है medical, so I was in Madgao for six seven months uh, at uh, so Dempo जो school है वहाँ पे भी उनका था अपना institute and I was in uh, what's the are you aware of the school's name in Madgao which is uh, the be- the best one right next to the train <laughs> are you aware? Uh... I I, no, I I think no, it was Damodar like Damodar or something I think it's oh. yeah, yeah yeah who told you it was the best one dude I mean it is what it is <laughs> who sold you who who sold you that scam yeah. oh my god yeah when I when I went there I was able to realize that it's clearly it's clearly not the not best the one. best <laughs> yeah I was expecting different names and you said Damodar I was like Damodar yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. the it was apparently the yeah. only ICSC setup in Madgao. So that's cap. Yeah, that's cap. That's cap. That's cap. That's not true. I I went to the other ICSC school in Madgao, so I know that's not true. अच्छा, what was your school's name? I I I went to Manovikas. Okay, I I know uh, that as well. I don't well. know yeah. if you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I know about Loyalas as Manovikas. well. Loyalas. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Kings, Kings, Loyalas. Yeah. yeah. All of these South South Goan powerhouses of schooling. Manovikas was fun, man. You should have gone to Manovikas. That was a shit. That was a shit. So I never yeah, went to school, school, but I but I went there for like classes before and after. So so my my interactions were like it was great. Honestly, Goa was a swell time. Uh, I for half uh, half of half or more of half the time I stayed uh, at this beautiful place called Florida Gardens. It was uh, right next to. Kolwa Beach. It was walking distance from Kolwa Beach. So nice. I, I, I spent a lot of uh, peaceful time in Goa. And when I look back now, I, I realize that uh, my parents obviously made the right call. You know, so I was in the middle of a very uh, like a serious relationship then. It was a lot of long distance BS happened. I would never recommend uh, long distance to anyone. I remember anyone. this. <laughs> I remember. I <laughs> remember even, this girl. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Of course you do. Of I course you, you, do. Used to, you, you used to you used to talk to me about. I remember. Oh fuck! It's coming back now. You used to talk to me about this girl mm-hmm. and how you're doing long distance and stuff and how. Oh, nice. All right. All right. All right. All right. Nice. Uh, nice. How's that going, by the way? Are you? Are you all? Are you also a thing? Why? Why would you say that? No, it's 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 been like I, six I, I six, know, and half, <laughs> six and a half six and a half years since we've. Uh, Oh shit! Yeah, so it's been a long time then, and uh, yeah, the fate, the fate as it have, uh, as it has, uh, I I haven't been able to get into a, a a new relationship since. So I don't know, like karma, karma caught up. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just BS. Damn. It's just BS. <laughs> Damn. Did it, did it end well? Then, yeah. Is all I have to ask. Did it end nicely? I mean. So we broke up right before I I uh, shifted to Pune. Okay, so 
so I, my my headspace then was that yeah, I'm going to Pune. Jara, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be next to get, all kinds of bimbos. Get mad. <laughs> I'm gonna mm. be getting a lot of get mad boys. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> mm. so yeah. So nice. So clearly, I I had a fugazi idea of uh, my my youthful. But yeah, Pune was Pune was again great three years. It was. Uh, It was it was honestly great because I was able to actualize some of my long-term dreams like I I became uh, the university captain there football team uh, and all that BS happened I was so I I I did a lot of things yeah I mean I, for the ones who can't see Ashray he was he was rhetorically yeah. clapping congratulations <laughs> yeah he was <laughs> congratulations yeah yeah so so that's yeah. cool man that's cool mm, so it was it was a good time it was a good time but then you know like you just I feel like when you mentioned Bangalore uh I, i feel like a, a feeling came that even though it was great it had to end right it had to end so you had to yeah. come back yeah you say you want to go back i mean i'll probably yeah 100% that city is where i i think i would have spent a lot of my life in bangalore uh i just love the city too much i i got to go back and i left everything there you know like this was this job the job i got here it was a great opportunity during the pandemic for me to go and like hone my skills mm-hmm. at like video and stuff mm-hmm. so i took it like i i and i i had a place in go already so i was like you know not like i was working like on dead end 9 to 5 marketing job before in bangalore and i said no dude like like i, I don't need this shit let me go to goa let me film weddings so i was a wedding videographer for a good part of 3 months mm-hmm. and i i covered like so many weddings yeah. uh and it was Free beautiful food. bro but i got to go food? back 100% free food free alcohol 100% 100% uh it's crazy man cuz i mean so the goans they go, they know how to celebrate right they, that's one thing they know how to do sure they can do. celebrate it was yeah it was great but i left everything in bangalore you know i left i left my friends i left my my frisbee team everything that i love doing and uh yeah i got to go back you know got to go back to all that pick it up some one or two girls also i'm like babes yeah i miss you <laughs> you know but it's <laughs> It's cool. Yeah. I got to go back. Do they yeah. do they miss you back as well with the same enthusiasm? I I hope so dude. Every time every time I drop a good video they'll they'll leave a comment. That's mm. like then otherwise it's like <laughs> but it was a good video they'll be like <laughs> <laughs> This is this is this is chicks on a nutshell. Okay, let's just let's just speak about uh you know the peda that even if you have uh, and you don't have it's still a problem. So <laughs> so uh, correct. <laughs> Yes uh, so even even I I immediately related to how you said uh, as soon as I post a video you get DMs right so as soon as I as soon as I made the switch to like being this digital creator to putting myself out there you wouldn't believe this like I could feel the virtual perception change you know like change is uh, it's it's almost as if it's almost yeah, as if these these uh, beautiful women beautiful i'm i'm see there is please please uh, uh, any of any of these listening or any of uh, the female uh, you know listeners do not mistake me for a misogynist i'm not neither is ashray of course we hey, hey, they're all hey, they're, they're, they're all beautiful man they're all beautiful, they're all beautiful in, in all shape and forms uh, but then yeah so That's just right. just the nature of how uh, i could feel my you know the the perception of me as a guy change and how they realize that they start to check in you know they just check in just be like okay you know <laughs> <laughs> you know you feel me <laughs> you don't feel me <laughs> bro i relate to this shit so i let me tell you something my man my Go dms on. used to be dry 
they used to be dry or then i put out i started putting out mm. content there are people i haven't talked to in years who, who just like who talk to me like i'm not saying mm. now my dms be popping you know it's not like i have like 10 women like in my dms when like oh lil thumbi fucking love you so much it's not like that but you know the minute i started putting out good content like i i feel like i have good content right so when i put it out i know immediately that this video i know is going to do well i know this video is going to do well i know this video i look good in this fucking video i like the shirt i'm wearing in this video people are going to comment and they'll be like oh nice funny video bro and in in every time every time it happens bro when i drop that vibe data video oh my dude i felt i felt like a fucking celeb bro like people <laughs> were just like just randomly you know like it's even the subtle things you know like replying to your stories more but i felt like i was not like ashray anymore like people knew me they obviously followed me before when i used to be tickle manipul they knew that first mm. but then i became i became lil thumbi and I, i could feel that perception that people don't look at me as just a guy on instagram they look at me as someone who puts out content mm. and i felt that you know like you i felt that. i became cooler like i, yeah, I felt, felt like a little cooler bro when i started doing that <laughs> I, i like the dms the dms opened up a little bit no you know the traffic increased a little bit yeah. more people like who were i was in the same school with you know never talked to same grade same school never talked to she was in my dm suddenly they're just in the dm i'm like oh yes kaise hua ye but acha hai acha hai sab acha acha hai but it's it's good man it's good i i mean obviously i'm not saying that like i got mad cloud and thing but i i felt the change that you're talking about when you start putting out good shit Yeah, and then people start responding to you more. I feel that people start paying attention. That's all. They they paying more attention to you now, basically. So, uh, so this yeah. reminds me of something I read uh, a while back. Uh, that uh, it it was it's actually this beautiful book, this crazy book that I've been reading. It's the Forty Eight Laws of Power. I don't know if I have this laying around somewhere over here, but I'd love for you to read it, Ashray. It's uh, it's a book that, as a man to another man, I would suggest. Uh, So one one of the laws essentially says that uh, so whatever you do don't be in the shadows you know don't 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 be a lurker mm. so just you have to be noticed regardless of whether it's negative or positive the reaction that you garner but you have to be noticed you have to put yourself out there maybe this maybe this is exactly corresponding to the thought we had but but I I, I feel like I feel like there was an opening over here which which I could uh, which I could use. Uh, but uh, so you said you said uh, you said like you had a feeling you you have a feeling when you put out content that it's going to be a good video that it's going to be uh, good content what is this what is yeah. what is your idea of your video and good like a good video like w- what's your idea look um i As I told you, right? I want my videos to be 45 minutes of entertainment. That's like a shutout from whatever world the people who are watching it are living in. Right? It's like 45 minutes where you're in, you're you're interested in just this guy on screen. Mm-hmm. Now, in order to do that, I gotta have people on screen for 45 minutes. That I can't. I I don't like following trends mm-hmm. like. jumping on a trend or kind of video i feel that makes me so cliche mm. as a creator but i don't mind borrowing from a trend and putting my own spin on that stuff you know like uh the reels uh the content around how people weren't getting vaccines how people were not getting the second dose or the first dose there was a lot of reels around that a lot of 
posts and tweets and all stuff about that going around. So I, I obviously as a creator, you want to jump on that. You want to jump on that. And that's when I made the whole Covaxina, Covishield song thing I did. And that did pretty well. So I think I know a video is going to do good is when I know that I can sit through. So when I edit it and I export the video, I normally I sit down and I watch the whole thing to make sure that, you know, there's no editing mistakes. If I can sit through zero minutes, zero to minute, 4.3, 4.5, minute five, you know, without thinking to myself, I wouldn't watch this if I saw this on someone's screen. Mm. You know, if someone put this out, I wouldn't watch it. If I don't get that feeling, I know it's a banger. And I mean, I just, I guess that's the thing about being a creator. You have an innate sense of what is good, you know, what will do well. Uh, as I'm sure you would do as a podcast, like you would know what topics are good to hit on what like you know the people who are good to speak about these things you have an innate sense that this is a good opening i can use to get a good reaction or to get some good content i think it's the same way for me is i look at something and i just innately know that this piece of content this maybe it's like a one minute bit 30 minute bit 30 second bit sorry that's gonna do well that i know people are gonna react well to this if basically if i don't cringe i think it's a good video because i cringe at a lot of my videos when in the beginning when I was watching them, I cringed a lot and I I didn't want to put them out but I did anyway because I told you, you know, I was in that drive of I have to put it out, so yeah. I feel you, I feel you and uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, you're a Chelsea fan, I'm a Chelsea fan, uh, the last month's been pretty mm. swell for us, uh, maybe we can speak about that shit, uh, something. Oh bro, it's been beautiful, it's, it's been, been beautiful. beautiful, you know like it's like can i can i swear on this podcast but i've been swearing the whole podcast but is it okay Go yeah ahead. bro i feel like i have a massive dick now i'll tell you that i'll tell you that that's what's up bro ever since chelsea got into that fucking champions league final i just felt like i was walking around with a mamba hanging from between my legs because yeah. that's how it makes me feel it's, man it's, yeah. that's how it makes me feel they wrote us off they wrote us off. They said Lampard ain't taking you nowhere. Honestly, he almost did take us nowhere. But he set up the foundation. True. Man, sexy man like Tuchel came in. He said, "This is a, I, I want to make this a team that nobody wants to play against. That's Amen. what he said. Amen. That's what he said. And that is what he did. And now we all have big cocks. All Chelsea fans, we all have big dicks now. Yeah, it's... it's uh... It's 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 honestly a crazy feeling because the last uh, UCL win signified the the end of an era, the end of a you know a circle, if I may, and this one signifies mm. the start of an era. So what do you think correct, about correct, that? Yeah. You know what do you think about that? We're we're entering uh, into a period of domination, absolute domination. Dude, it's facts. I was watching the Champions League final with a friend who's also a Chelsea fan. And he he's uh, he's a bit older, so he started watching it much before I did. You know, like football. Like he he was old enough to remember watching the 2006 final mm. or 2008 final, I think it was. United. Where Betty slipped, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, so he he told me he looked at the team sheet. So we were looking at the team sheet against City, and he told me, dude, I don't recognize any of these players. That's what he told me. And uh, he said, I remember the squad that won at uh, Munich. I remember the SCNs, the Mikels, the Coles, you know, the Teddies, the Czechs. And he looked at this team sheet and he's like, I don't know any of these players. I know Aspilicueta. And I know and any Chelsea fan now knows Mount, right? And I, I remember at that point of my like that point thinking like we have finished the Hazard rebuild, like the post-Hazard era has finally started now. 
because we had our drogba era we had our lampard drogba era we had our hazard era where we were so like so reliant on his magic and then we got slapped with that transfer ban and finally now i feel like we don't we are not the team the chelsea team without hazard anymore we are just the chelsea team we're chelsea yeah. you know i think that's a br- we are chelsea you know that's a brand that we struggled to get rid of the last two seasons uh, after hazard left because we we didn't know who to play around but i think it's beautiful our players are young they're great they're talented i mean this james can we talk about can we talk about that performance i mean Holy his, shit. his 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 father said uh, that he does not like his son being called a beast but he's he's just he's just let's just say he's just a beautiful piece of piece of art you know he's got everything he's the, he's the cobham kafu i mean <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one yeah man it's i think it's it's and i it's so much more beautiful that it's not like we bought these players from another club when they were like 25 you know like these we these are our players they, they are chelsea through this and through blood. man like this is they, blood. they eat this is blood yeah. they they were born into chelsea and now they are chelsea yeah, and chelsea. especially with mount like you know his whole timeline like of joining when he was 6 and then being first team captain player of the season champions league finalist i mean let's not forget he's also taken us to the fa cup final twice we lost that sucks but that's still there you can't take that away from us and we've been good teams to be in those positions also you know yeah. uh so i think next next 5 years i think chelsea's at least got to win 3 out of 5 man 3 out of 5 at least yeah i mean you know what i want next i want us to win the treble man like it's it's just like we yeah. we, we attain uh, you know the rightful tag of elites when we win the treble i mean it's nice to have uh, two big years of course it's it's great and it was it was it was a long time coming honestly as like took us 9 years to reach uh, and it, it was beautiful when it happened it was almost surreal it took a lot of it took a few days to sink in that we were the kings of europe again we were the kings of europe Man. once more you know yeah. it's it's just it's just it's just uh, you know you 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 hate us cuz you ain't us you know it's it's just chelsea it's a chelsea thing it's such it's a chelsea thing bro it's a chelsea thing you know chelsea. you know it is what it is and I, i feel like in the beginning of the season when we drew atletico in the round of 16 mm-hmm. no one gave us a breathing chance yeah. you know like people wanted to draw chelsea in the champions league cuz they yeah. thought like either chelsea or porto mm-hmm. they wanted to draw us but man now when i after tuchel's come in after what he's done the way this team is playing i mean bueno i think next season he has he has so much in store i feel like he has so much in store he's been unlucky the amount of goals that he's been given offside for is kind of like it's sad it's kind of sad but havertz i feel is finally clicking now i i i have i like dude his performance against madrid in the second leg the way he carried the ball like he shrugged off ramos like ramos was in shit man like i, I mean you know he sees like wow Yeah, he, he, I mean, Habits is just locomotive, you know. He's just sensual. He's just casual. He's just a vibe, you know. Like he moves, like he owns yeah. the pitch, you know. He moves as if, like it just, it just, it just happens to him. It's like it's like poetry in motion, you know. It's 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 a very, it's um, a vibe, you know. Habits and uh, Habits. It's facts, bro. You know, Habits comes from the same academy as Tony Kroos and uh, the director of you know that academy, Bayern Leverkusen. uh he uh, made a comment on how was this is a footballing great as well the director in question but i i keep forgetting his name 
but of course uh, uh, he he said this that i don't think we've had uh, a greater player than havertz and it's the same academy which gave the world tony cross so havertz uh, it's 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 honestly a lot of a lot of it is happening haland is in the pipeline if uh, if we may ah <laughs> uh... I mean, I don't know, dude. I feel like signing Haaland is a bit of a. I don't think it does Werner a lot of good, you know, having your first season at Chelsea winning a Champions League, and then like you open your Instagram. My at least, dude, my explore play page is just like Photoshop pics of Haaland in a Chelsea kit. That's what it is. Uh, I think we need a striker to compete for the Premier League, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I think it, it, it'll be. I mean. even tammy where does that put tammy you know i don't feel like tammy right now is good enough to play for our first team but i don't want to lose i don't want him to go anywhere either i don't think tammy has a future at the club and uh, the point you made about werner couldn't care less i couldn't care less this is this is levels this is chelsea football club this is the kings of europe <laughs> yeah this is it's it's not arsenal come on it's 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 not uh, man united it's not it's not tottenham it's it's none of that none of that bullshit ashray you know where you have to dominate and if you see if you want to dominate you need an imposing striker you need a haland you need a that's kane true. you need a levandowski you need a lukaku perhaps so that's the point i'm trying to make and we've struggled a lot in in terms of just putting the ball inside the net so haland gives us an assurity for the future to come uh, but uh, 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 I, I feel like we're in the last few legs of uh, of the pod. Uh, we've spoken about a lot of shit. Uh, maybe I could ask you some quick questions. Uh, uh, as a as a rapper, as a budding rapper, what may happen with you? <laughs> what what may happen with you in terms of you professionally getting the tag is of course destiny. But uh, as a as a budding rapper, mm. who's the goat for you? Oh man, you can't hit me with this. Okay. You did top, not top hit three, me with top that. Top three, top three, top three. Top, top three, top three. Right now that I listen to, top three. Um, number one, Drake. Drake undefeated. King. Drake is a Michael Jackson of our generation. Mm. Okay. Drake is undefeated. King of the hill. No one can come at the six guard. Impossible. Drake just. Yeah. It's like you can't touch Drake. You can't. You, I, you I haven't can't. heard this man. Yeah. So fuck. Yeah, I haven't heard this man make a bad song in more than three, four years. I haven't heard a bad song come from Drake. I mean, I feel like everything he drops is just like a club banger. So Drake definitely number one. Second, uh, J Cole. Proud of that, my man J Cole. I I I enjoy writing lyrics. Um, so and he is one of the best lyricists we have. I feel his last album, lot of hype, lot of hype. around the fall of the off season i didn't think it was a great album i didn't think it was a bad album i think it was it was an okay album it was a mid it was a mid it's okay all right album good but i i was hyped for a bit more than what he gave us some songs are great um number 3 i feel like i, I feel like i'm going to forget someone but that is how it is but right now man i'm i want to say kendrick lamar right i want to say kendrick lamar but he's just been so inactive like he's been like obviously like with his if you go on credentials and just treat cred kendrick lamar is probably number 1 in a lot of lists but since he's been so inactive 
I'm I'm kind of edging I'm kind of edging towards Travis because yeah. I feel I feel like Travis like I'm talking about now like top three right now. I feel Travis has just been more active and his music is is more uh, listenable to than Kendrick's. Kendrick's is very it's like a, you have to be consciously listening to what he's saying. You know he's he's out there to give you a message. He's out there to tell stories which are be beautiful. But if you want music that you just like pop to and like you know sounds good. Nice eight to eights, nice beats. I think you got to go for Travis because he's just conquered that market of pop music to just move to. What if I, what if I was to ask you a one-word answer? The all-time great. Hmm. Gotta make it quick, man. Gotta, gotta let your impulses guide you on this one, not your rational. I mean my my first thought was Eminem mm. like obviously that's everyone's first thought Same. but yeah i mean it's tough to contend with him but it's yeah. tough to contend with Eminem just what it is uh, but yeah i would it's my first thought so i'm going to stick with it i'm going to say Eminem okay this okay, is all so, time uh, 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 so this is something new that i'm i feel like so you're going to be the first one uh, of course the first uh, hamster <laughs> uh, the the first rat oh, of sick. the ex- uh, experiment <laughs> But uh, okay. so so the name the pod's name is of course Bhavna Ogu Samjo. It's uh, it's uh, it's a wordplay. It's 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 essentially to understand emotions. Uh, thoda and not a lot of understanding going on. I feel like in our generation. So hence the pod name. <laughs> and uh, so Ashray, yeah. if I was to give you the mm. space uh, to speak about something which you've always wanted to get across. It's 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 something close to you. It's something maybe it's something uh, tangentially emotional. It's a lot of uh, it's Bhavna or Samjo types sort of a proposition. Can you can you is there something? Do you uh, w- what is it? Can you do some Bhavna or Samjo Ashray edition? The first rat, of course. <laughs> something that you want to get across. Use this medium to speak about, and which you never could as yet. Um, I mean, I could always talk about something that I've been feeling recently, uh, definitely for the past couple of months. I mean, I don't have anything in particular, like you know, that I haven't been able to get across. But I, I, I guess this could be like something that could help anyone who's listening. Um, what I recently read, I recently read something that changed the way I looked at how I'm a creator. Is are you doing what you're doing? What you spend all your time thinking about and doing? Are you doing it because you love doing it, because you love to create something, or are you doing it to get famous? Uh, that's something I, I I think I saw it on a show. I don't know which one I saw it, but the minute I heard that, bro, something something clicked in me, dude. Like something like a switch went off in my head, and I I was just at peace with not making, with not creating. I feel like people who create content is a lot of pressure to you know like constantly. be on the move you know her her week you know get a reel out get a post out get a video out but that when i read that it i just switched off and i was like i am completely okay with not posting next week because why i don't feel like so i'm trying to tell you people if your favorite content creator is not posting regularly bhavna ko samjho yaar he's just not mm. feeling it yaar it's okay don't force it, yeah. shit just not feeling it don't force shit content because just because you need content wait for it it's not though Con- creating content is an art you got to let the artist breathe samjho yaar 
So uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, uh, the last thing which uh, which I'd like for you to painfully painfully get across is uh, what what memory that you'd relate best with me, because the host of the pod. Oh, hmm, man, you know the problem with you and me is that we met at a very early point in my life, which I don't recall very well. Um. Dude, my my years in Tane it was just like I was just hung up over a girl, bro. Like honestly, for three years. But I think <laughs> you and me, what I recall the most, I think it's two things. Uh, I remember one was you your FIFA Manchester City career mode FIFA when you called that toast again. You were like, bro, we gotta sign this keeper called toast again. I was like, who the fuck is toast again? <laughs> and then like a couple of years later, like Pasta signed toast again. I was like, oh shit, crazy. And yeah, that's one. I just like enjoyed like you know we used to play those tournaments. We had Teo, Negredo, all the boys, you know all the boys, yeah. and that was really fun, man. Like as a kid, you know you're chilling. You come home from school, you got your buddy on, just play mm. FIFA. That was really calm. And the second thing, which I think is more than FIFA, is when we are playing football. Uh, I think it's called Canosa. I think it's called. Canosa. I don't remember the name of the building exactly. But definitely, I remember one day I had a really bad day at home. Uh, I had a fight with my fam, and my my stepdad was like, "Get out of the house." And I remember I called Padme, and then I called you, and I was like, "Bro, football killing again." And then we just spent the evening playing football. Yeah. And so these are things, you know, like even in the face of personal problems yeah. and stuff, I remember coming down to Kanosa with uh, you, me, the boys. I remember Rahil. I remember yeah. Ahil Sheikh. Yeah. You know, boy, just playing some, just playing some football, man. I remember I had a fracture in my leg. You guys used to call me Langda. I remember these things. You know, I don't forget <laughs> these things. But yeah, that's I relate football and uh, that Manchester City career more with you a lot. And obviously, you used to give talk to me about your girl. You know, about your about your girl. <laughs> that was soft side, but it was nice. You know. It was yeah. it was nice. It was a swell time, of course. Uh, something that we will continue to look fondly back at. Uh, and uh, honestly, Ashray, uh, I I do have a lot of respect for you in terms of uh, the fact that you chose to you know make the psychological step of putting yourself out there uh, from a content creator to another. It it takes a lot to to know. Everybody has their insecurities. I'm not saying we're the only ones, but to know of them. and to make the step of putting it out there you know like exposing yourself to to the world as is and i respect that brother and i want you to keep hustling i want you to keep going at it i don't want you to be inactive for long like you said kendrick i don't want you to be that guy i want yeah. you to keep i want you to keep put you know putting stuff and it's more often than not you you you'll be having days where of course shit does not go according to plan it hardly ever does but you still at it you know you, know, you look back 10 15 years later It'll, it'll give you, it'll give you strength to navigate with something bigger. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. And I'm, I, I was glad when I saw you get on this podcast, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And hmm. I, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, oh, I would like to be on that because we don't, we don't really talk. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'd like to be on this. And then you, you were like, bro, I'd love to have you on this. I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking amazing. So yeah, bro, it's awesome that you're getting into this. You're doing this thing as well. I hope that it goes off. I hope it transcends to more than just. you know what it is now yeah right yeah definitely yeah that's the vision that's the i wouldn't say it's the hope but uh, i see i i see a lot of intangible value in this uh, more often than not you're hell bent on just money 
uh, I'm God God willingly uh, money isn't a constraint for me for my family uh, they've allowed me to express myself in terms of of course what I'm doing here but then yeah uh, for me this is this is an opportunity to connect with people to connect with people who have intellectual thoughts of their own to bring it uh, to and see uh, ashray so usp that i have with bks with bhavna ko samjo is getting people who of course have compelling stories but people who have i'm basically virtually putting a punt on you know putting a punt on to be successful in their own definition and i feel oh, like oh. you'll be successful in oh, your oh. own definition whatever you go on to do whether it's just putting out basic shiz you know on rap whether it's just funny content whether just being the guy who can who speaks broken hindi and just puts him i see value i see i visualize ashray making it in his own sense of his own definition of success oh damn no pressure now huh no pressure please <laughs> thanks <laughs> but yeah i i i would love to uh, have you have you back on whenever you're fresh with thoughts whenever whenever the the nature of this conversation has transcended to something greater whenever it's whenever it's just two intellectual thoughts being at it and not not an interview happening because this was this was more or less an interview because i you know uh, the 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 digital world is essentially being introduced to you know a guy a person lil thambi ashray menon booba you know so so <laughs> <laughs> booba oh my god <laughs> brother <laughs> you you oh had to think you had to think for a lot of names brother you you oh, always oh man you always yeah yeah uh, i didn't let go of that mm. i was so i i i i lived by the booba and now i look at it i'm like what's wrong with me <laughs> but it was funny man it was fun it was it, nice it just has to be booba. funny dude why why else Why else do we do the do the shit? Man? Yeah, just to be just got to be fun. Just got to be fun. Yeah, yeah. Facts, and like facts, I said, man. like I said, uh, so like I said, like how JRE is a place where uh, Joe gets his people on. Maybe, maybe I'm the I'm the I'm the Chutia version of uh, <laughs> of Joe Rogan, <laughs> and and maybe you're uh, maybe you're one of uh, Joe's people. Uh, you know, Robin, uh, Brandon Schulz, all 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 those all those people. So yeah, Ashray, I'd love to have you on BKS uh, sometime soon, brother. Keep hustling, keep working for this anti-BJP politician of yours. <laughs> <laughs> I will, bro. I will yeah. for sure. You know yeah. it. You know it. Yeah, I, <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks for thanks for having me on, bro. Thanks for having me on. It was actually fun. Like you know, I didn't I didn't know what to expect. Because I don't know what what you're gonna ask me or what we're gonna talk about, but I, I, it was I liked how it was just free flowing conversation between two guys. Uh, it was nice, bro, and you're good at what you do, so I'm sure this will go places. Appreciate Thanks. that, nice. brother. Appreciate that, and take it easy. It's a it's a fucked up world, a lot of uncertainties. Take care of your family, of course, brother. And uh, I mean, if if you're talking, uh, remember me the next time. You know, you. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll do the same. I'll do the same. <laughs> uh, whenever that is, yeah. Maybe, maybe, whenever maybe, is, maybe, maybe we get to share, uh, you know, the physical nature of contact again with a doobie soon. You know, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe, hopefully, it's, hopefully. maybe it's maybe it's Bangalore. I feel like it'll be Bangalore very soon. I don't want to waste oh, your yeah, time. Yeah. I don't want to take too much time mm. of your busy schedule. You, you're clearly very busy. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> I'm not. 